0: We need a witness to our lives. There's a billion people on the planet. I mean, what does any one life really mean? But in a marriage, you're promising to care about everything. The good things, the bad things, the terrible things, the mundane things. All of it, all the time, every day. You're saying your life will not go unnoticed because I will notice it. Your life will not go unwitnessed. Because I will be your witness. You can quote me on that if you like. Sure I will. Your life will not go unnoticed. I will be a witness to your life. Ah. <sighs> This particular quote has stuck with me since I saw it in 2004, like a zillion years ago. It was a crappy movie called Shall We Dance with Susan Sarandon. But it always stuck with me because it made me think of the idea of someone bearing witness to your life and you bearing witness to someone else's life and how meaningful that is. Really, it's the way your life matters is reflected back to you in someone else. You may know this feeling if you've ever been to a class reunion or run into someone from your past that you were really close to at one point. There is this special bond of that shared experience from a time in your life that can really just flood your senses. Or maybe you experienced something extraordinary together just for a short time, like a retreat, or if you're on Survivor, I don't know. You're bonded for life. And to be honest, I really debated whether I wanted to record this episode and just keep it lighthearted and hopefully offer perspective or get real and really confess what's been going on with me. And I like to keep these episodes short and clean. Honestly, I'm afraid if I don't get to the point cleanly, neatly, and it hit you in your heart in the first minute, I'm going to lose your attention and you're just going to move on. And that is kind of the crux of the problem, right? I care a lot about being succinct and communicating effectively because I understand the attention economy. I have it too. Everything I publish is very carefully crafted and I really take care of that. I'm entertaining enough and, and in, I don't know, maybe edutaining enough that you're going to stay, that you like me, and that you care what I'm up to that you'll miss me if I don't publish. But really, our attention is so short. We need shortcuts and people that just jive with us. Which brings me to this episode about belonging somewhere and social identities as we kick off a new mini-series around belonging and inclusion. And I'll ask you, where do you belong? Where do you feel truly safe? Where can you just let your guard fully down and just be free to be who you are without even thinking, without even worrying about anybody judging you or even unbridled, which seems like the greatest state, right? But I can tell you, I feel all of this so viscerally. I feel restless and I feel hungry for a deeper connection. I feel like I'm on the verge of something really big and different. And I asked myself, and most likely you're probably asking yourself, why is it so important for me to belong? And I just got back on a trip uh, with my husband and he said, you know, Allison, you've been searching a long time to belong somewhere. And he's right. And I'm going to be 47 years old at the end of this month, 47, and for a moment, I might get into a shame spiral and say, why haven't I learned this yet? Why is this so important? But I'm learning it now. And it's funny, I have 6 million channels to be heard. I have a Facebook account, Instagram account, LinkedIn, where I'm active on all three. I have two podcasts, one blog, an email list. And yet I wonder, out of all of these channels, does anybody hear me? Am I just shouting into the wind? Does it even matter? And if I'll say, if you're a fellow podcaster, you will probably relate to this. So let me tie this together. I wanted to recap the sex miniseries that we just closed out as we move to the next miniseries of belonging and how closely they're tied together. If you have not listened to the past four episodes, please go back. Make sure you listen to them with an open mind. I interviewed... Four very different people on four wildly different aspects of sex, and I realized that there was one very strong undercurrent, and that thread was actively curing loneliness. And then you add a pandemic to the mix, whew, it's a doozy. And I wrote a blog post a few weeks ago, and it was entitled, You're Too Intense. Something I've heard my entire life and felt my entire life about how I'm probably more scared of my own intensity than the other people who tell me that I'm kind of a lot. And that blog post about how my feelings constantly get hurt, even though I present as supremely confident, and don't get me wrong, I am confident in many, many ways but I never show the hurt and certainly don't share how it feels. I'm not confronting anybody on it. I always try and rationalize that I shouldn't take it personally, but it still really hurts. And I always brush those feelings under the rug so fast that it never occurred to me to even let it surface long enough for me to do anything about it or even acknowledge it. So when I published a blog post I got such a huge outpouring of people saying that they feel that too. And I have grown-ass, strong, powerful women reaching out to me and saying they wish they didn't care about their mom groups accepting them, but they care and that they related. That blog post had sparked countless conversations and confessions, not only with me, but within their own circles. And I'll, I'll link it in the show notes as well. But on the other hand... I've had a lot of people reach out and say, hey, if people don't like them, F them, they're lost, move on. Don't even spend a minute on it. It is not worth it. You're too strong. You're too this, you're too that. F them, move on. But that is kind of the equivalent. I think there is a problem there. It's the equivalent of when my mother would tell me when I was being picked on at school that those girls were just jealous of me. Uh, um I doubt they were jealous of my frizzy hair, my zits, my big mouth, and my summer teeth. Some are here, some are there, some are missing. It doesn't help. And you know what? Diminishing how I feel is not the right answer, or it's even healthy. I have diminished how I feel for years to fit in and just be cool about it all. And now I just can't hide it anymore. It's been a reckoning. And I lost my mother earlier this year. And while her passing was beautiful and peaceful, you can imagine I'm in kind of a very raw state right now. I've been shedding layers I didn't even know I had. And one of those layers is that exterior and being public about feeling raw and exposed. Because when you have a podcast, you can do that. Because, But what I've learned is, as it turns out, and as I've been kind of publicly unfolding and publicly, to me, it feels like I'm publicly falling apart all the time. But it turns out, I'm not alone. And I was inspired by my friend Andrea. And we went on a retreat in August. And she shared on our private retreat Facebook page that this woman, Andrea, is beautiful. She's confident. She's strong. She's fun. And she's so powerful. And she shared that she had always struggled with feelings of being overlooked or forgotten. And it sparked something in me. I'm getting chills right now. I recognized that feeling. And I ended up feeling irritated for days. Like it had unearthed a feeling I was stuffing down and didn't even know it. And now that it was out there, I had to come face to face with it. And I realized that. Uh, huh. I realized that I miss having a best friend. I miss having that person I can just lay down all the armor and just be real with all the time. Someone where we couldn't wait to hang out again and would make plans all the time. And I I know it sounds like I'm in high school, but it is really how I feel. And I'll meet someone I connect with, like truly connect with. And I'm like, cool, let's hang out all the time. And they're like, well, I've got plans and other shit to do and maybe in a month or so and life gets in the way and then it just kind of fizzles. And don't get me wrong. I have an amazing husband and family. I have tons of friends and people I care about and people that really care about me. So I'm not saying that I don't have anybody. I have people I can call on in a heartbeat and they would drop everything and be there. But it's kind of like that day-to-day witness, other than my husband, who's probably sick of my shit by this point, but he's a champion. But here's the truth. It's not about finding the right person or me feeling like a victim or poor me or feeling sorry for myself or being disliked because I'm not disliked. This is about self-worth and belonging to myself, and doing it happily and proudly, not without all the validation. And let's face it, our culture is set up to truly value validation. Likes, follows, affirmation, your attention, shares, everything. So, this journey is not just for me. It's for you too. Because my goal through this next series, and really through this whole podcast – is to be in full alignment with who you are, and then the right people show up. It becomes far less triggering when someone doesn't accept your invitation or just forgets to respond to your text to hang out when you feel grounded in who you are. This is about alignment. Oh, and did I mention I'm almost 47? I'm giving myself the grace on something I wish I learned early, earlier, but I'm learning it now, publicly with you, and hoping you'll find some solace that maybe you'll see yourself in my journey or recognize it in a strong friend who might be on this journey too. I can't promise that I'll find the answers. I don't really know, but I sure as hell I'm going to help connect us more, not only to each other, but most importantly, back to ourselves. So let's talk about what's next I've been thinking a lot about cults and tribes and groups and places to belong and social identities, and also the deep intrinsic need to belong somewhere. First of all, have you seen the new HBO Max series, The Way Down, about Gwen Shamblin? Oh my God, it's insane. Like It has just thrown me into a loop of cults, and I think it's called like God, Greed, and... Uh, religion, I don't know, something. It's really great. But we are going to have conversations with some of the top folks leading the conversations about where this need for inclusion begins. You know, like in childhood, as well as how and why people get into a cult. I don't know why. It's one of my very favorite topics. And then things like confirmation bias and why it has everything to do with the social group you belong to and very little to do with being informed. And a topic I'm super thrilled to cover is highly sensitive people. Apparently 15 to 20% of people have this trait and I suspect I might be one of them. So buckle up. You will not want to miss the episodes coming up make sure you hit the follow button or subscribe button to this show and sign up for my personal journal emails at allisonhair.com. If any of this resonated with you, please reach out. Give me a virtual high five. And if you think it would resonate with any friends, won't you share this episode? Just send the share button, whatever it is, and text it to three friends. And yes, I am fully aware that I'm going to ask you to validate my work. I'm asking for you to validate my work. But for the people who could feel me in this episode, you're my people and we should keep it going. Thank you for being part of my journey and I'll see you next time.